It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. Joining me to preview opening night, Tuesday, October 10th. Three games on the docket are my friends, co-hosts, Nick Martin and Tim Kalinowski. Uh, and gentlemen, the, the NHL is back and look what they did. Connor Bedard is playing on opening night. There's no NFL going up against the hockey. This is uh, they 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 did it right. But before we get to Bedard, we've got a 5:30 p.m. buck drop in Tampa Bay, uh, which is crazy. Uh, so it's Predators and Lightning, Hawks, Penguins, and then Kraken and Knights in a banner raising. But we always like to start this show with our with a bang, our favorite underdog uh, for every given night that we cover. And Nick uh, for Tuesday night, who's your favorite pooch? I'm going to say I'm split, but I'll let Tim have the other one because I know he likes it. So let's break, have him break that down. And I think that the tie in Chicago and Pittsburgh is a really fun opening night bet. It's at plus 370. It's always live in these kind of opening night. Could be back and forth. Don't know what you're going to see. I think that the chances Chicago blows them out are basically non-existent. I, I really feel like the Pens are going to come out and at least play reasonable here. Um so I like that that kind of eliminates that. But with that said, I think this is priced slightly, uh, like the Pens are a slightly bigger favorite than I would have made them in this opening night spot. So I think there's a good chance that this game just kind of becomes competitive. Maybe the Hawks get up early, something like that. That would be perfect for our draw bet here. So I just see regulation tie as uh, slightly more likely, just simply a numbers play here and definitely a fun way to get some action on opening night. So that's my favorite underdog from this slate. Yeah, the the will the game go to overtime? It's sometimes listed at sports books depending on where you are. Or the three way money line draw, uh, always always fun. Yeah, always never never not a never not a painful bet uh, at all. Uh, uh, for me, I'll go with the uh, Nashville Predators at plus one forty two taking on the Lightning. This comes down to one player and one player only, and that player is Jonas Johansson in goal for the Lightning. Uh, not good. He he played pretty well, I will say, in a three game sample for the Avalanche last year. Uh, but before that, he was a goalie that folks just love to bet against. And the great thing about him was he was playing on good teams. He was playing for the Avalanche and, and the Panthers. And uh, so you'd get good prices to go against him. Like a minus 24-ish goals saved above expected uh, in his 35 games. And he'll, the, the Lightning will be taking on one of the best goalies in the world. And you Soros for the Predators. So I like Nashville. Uh, Tim, what about you? I concur, Leboff. I'm on here to say the same exact thing for the same exact reason. I remember the days when we used to cross our fingers and pray that Curtis McElhaney would be starting for the Tampa Bay Lightning and hopefully get a discount. I feel like this is kind of the same idea. My biggest fear, though, 
However, as I did this last year, I'm worried that possibly the Lightning get off to a really good start like the Bruins did last year when I was worried and when I was fading the Bruins with their injuries. But uh, they start off with a bang and hopefully the Lightning don't start off with a bang, at least for opening night. So yeah, I'm on the Preds as well. So that's that's it for the underdogs. We'll just jump into Preds and Bolts. You know where where Tim and I are. Uh, Are you on the same side? Yeah, I think I have a small position on the Preds here. I like them. I have just a little less conviction because of the fact that Johansson, like you said, he was decent with Colorado last year, and he had a really good preseason. He had a 958 save percentage. So that's not the most important thing in the world, but it's definitely worth watching. It takes away from uh, probably a – it just has me seeing a little less value here. But And opening night too. Like It seems like these games are so volatile the first couple – like if I look back on some like the articles written and that sort of thing on opening night, it feels like there's so many where the game happens and you look at the way even like the next month and the rest of the season goes and it's just completely thrown out of the window. Like I think there was the Caps one where it was five nothing. I remember I think it was last season versus the Rangers and you never would have guessed the seasons went how they did after that. And there's so many like that uh, Pittsburgh. I think was it Pittsburgh and Tampa and last and year? The Lightning, Same kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like it just feels like one where in this and the spot Penguins you were wanted... so banged up in that game or something. There was something going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I remember I bet it early when that news was going on and the m- n- number moved a ton. And then the game comes and Pittsburgh just smokes them 6 2 yep. or whatever it is. So I think these are the kind of spots where you don't want to take on the big favorite. And yeah, like you said, you're getting Sorrows versus Johansson. So I, I think this is a decent spot, even though I'm pretty low on the Preds and there's some chance that Johansson's just decent. And while we're on that too, just a quick fantasy note too, I did look for our listeners who are on that. Johansson's only 38% owned in some leagues, so I think that's worth watching if he's actually going to come out and play decent because all of a sudden that would be a complete steal if he was to follow up his small sample size last year in this preseason. And then the other one too, I think I saw Yuso Parsonen is plus 550 to score and could be a slight, fairly high-scoring game. He's got a really good spot in the lineup. I think yep. he's a pretty decent player. He can finish. So that's one to watch as well. Um, and obviously, our boy uh, from last year on the Lightning, Michael Essimont. You should get a big number on him. Uh, guy just loves to shoot the puck. And if it is a, a Lightning stormer, uh, maybe he's he gets on the board. So I'll, I'll probably have a, a play on uh, Essimont as well as an anytime goal scorer. Be sure to check us out in, in the app, Tim, Nick, and myself in the Action Network app uh, to see who we land on in, in those markets. And Time's one a final flat note circle, on, huh? Time's a flat time circle, a flat, you guys. Yeah, it really same, is. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it is. Um, I, could, I could swear I've done this show before. Uh, <laughs> one last thing on Johansson, too, that kind of speaks to perhaps he's, he is a little bit better. Uh, the Lightning had a, a chance to claim Martin Jones on waivers and some other... Uh, veterans that they would be able to fit under the cap and they passed so they and they named Johansson the starter 28 hours in advance so uh thank you to, to John Cooper for doing that hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. On to Chicago and Pittsburgh Knicks on the overtime, uh, the, this game to go to overtime, but the Hawks are plus 190. I think that number will still tick up. We could see it close around you know, 200 or maybe a little higher. Pittsburgh minus 230, the over under six and a half. Tim? Do you think that Connor Bedard, anytime goal scorer, will be the chalkiest player prop of the entire season? To right one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, the um, every I can ima- I can close my eyes and see now all the boosts on Bedard, Crosby, <laughs> them both to score. Uh, Bedard alternate, you know, two plus goals, three plus. Um, you know, that's that's what you should expect, and that's fun. Props to the NHL for being fun and giving us this opening night, not against any NFL. They did a good thing. Yeah, I, uh, I can't believe it, honestly. <laughs> um, I actually think I'm going to be on Bedard to score, just out of FOMO more than anything, and I maybe as, as a, a Bedard first goal scorer. Um, but I actually like the Hawks here. Uh, I think that the number is going to get a little too high on Pittsburgh. It's, it's going to be a fun juxtaposition where everybody's going to bet Bedard to score, but I think most people are going to back Pittsburgh here on like an alternate line or, you know, wrap them in a parlay if they're doing like a three-leg opening night uh, parlay. But Pittsburgh to me, and Nick talked about the volatility of opening night. I think that is, is part of the reason I like Chicago here. But defensively last year, this was not a, a good team. Like 22nd in expected goals against a 5-5, five and five, 19th in goals allowed overall. Uh, just not the numbers we're used to seeing from this group, and they should improve a little bit overall. But I don't know if the defense improves all that much. And if it does, it's going to be like marginally. Maybe they go from being below average to average or slightly above average. So I actually think that there's going to be some space on the ice for Chicago, who's not going to be very good. But they've got some some decent upside with with Bedard and and capable bottom six players, which they didn't have last year. Uh, you know, Buddy Robinson isn't isn't around anymore. We love you, Buddy. Uh, but he's now in the KHL. And uh, I think a back and forth game here should help Chicago a little bit, at least stick around. But uh, it's a big number for a reason, Nick. Uh, anything else here besides your overtime bet? I'm definitely keeping my eye on uh, Bedard's shot props. It'll obviously just be super interesting to see where it opens, but I'm still kind of anticipating they open it too low. There's a site out there with Bedard 5 at plus 300. I don't hate that. Like, I, I think if two and a half is about minus 140, I'm definitely playing that. He was putting up well past that in preseason. I know that's against weaker players, but I still feel like it's probably going to come in a little too low. I don't really want to bet the goalie. He's a little snake bitten at the end of preseason. He was kind of having a harder time than I thought beating goalies. He didn't really have a lot of clean looks, but I feel more confident that he's going to find a way to get some shots off than to score. So we'll see on that. Like, to me, what he showed so far is that he can still find ways to get space and shoot, but he didn't really beat any goalies. So that could be my preferred way to angle that or uh, get in on that. And then I kind of disagree a bit on the pens. Not that I want to bet them in this spot, but I do think defensively they're a fair bit better. They got Graves. I think he's going to make a big difference and their bottom six is going to be a lot better. So probably like right about upper middle of the pack for me, but Maybe not the time here. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see what Bedard actually opens at for his standard shot prop line. Uh, Tim, 
yeah, anything I w- here besides Bedard to score a hat trick and <laughs> yeah, part in five hundred parlays. Um, yeah. No, I, I I came prepared. I hit up our head of research over at Action Network, Evan Abrams. He told me that overs are two hundred fifty seven, two hundred nineteen, and twenty seven in the first five games of the season since twenty sixteen. Hundred dollar better would be up. $2,800, and the ROI there is 5.7%. So, early season, national TV game, NHL's doing everything right, and they could make it even better if we get a lot of power plays here and an over. So I'm playing over six and a half. You know, early, like that's a, that's a handicap. Early in the season, this team's not fully locked in defensively. Could see a little more wide open hockey. I think Pittsburgh will improve defensively, but does it happen night one? I'm betting against it, so I'm not want to. I don't really, really want to pick a side here, so I'm going to go over six and a half. What's three three tie? That's what I got to bet on. <laughs> <laughs> exact score uh, in regulation. Well, nobody. Well, I don't want to bet big money on opening night. You know, I want to bet on three three tie. Yeah, exactly. You want to? It's it's a night to have some fun. Stuff. I mean, there's three games. There are stagger. It's a staggered start. It, it's a it's. It's such a fun night to bet, and that's the kind of stuff that uh, that we should be doing. Like, you, you, this is if you're going to be putting together like lottery tickets, it's it's always a fun time to do it. Um, and that's what we're gonna probably do. But uh, we'll close up this episode with Seattle and Vegas, the expansion team derby, as Vegas raises their Stanley Cup banner uh, at the Fortress. The Kraken plus one forty two, Vegas. Minus 170 and over under is six and a half. I also think this number ticks up a bit on the Kraken uh, before puck drop, and I will likely be betting them. I think that this is a, a decent spot to take on Vegas. Seattle's deep. They still can roll four lines. They're deep on the blue line. And their goal, like Aiden Hill was great in the, in the playoffs for, for Vegas, but uh, Seattle's fl- flawed goaltending and Vegas's flawed goaltending is, is a bit of a wash. So uh, I don't mind taking a third underdog here uh, and really making it a, a, a night of pain. Uh, Nick, what about you? Yeah. So on this game, I have a full pick that I like. I think there's a lot of value with Jared McCann is at minus 135 to record over two and a half shots. He was cruising by that in the season's back half. And so 17 of 22 games, he was over that. I looked since last March and this isn't just some guy who is doing that. Like, I think we, we know where he's at in Seattle's lineup. They're still rolling him with Beniers and Eberle, which I love because that line was so dominant. They controlled play at such a high rate. So for me, I, I'm very happy to go back to the well on that. I think that chances are a month from now that you're not going to see that number again. I, I don't love McCann to score 40 again. I think he dips off on that front, but I'm not seeing where he's not just going to come out here firing at the same level he was at the end of last season. And if he's going to do that, then this price is just wrong. So I think that's a good one. The only potential knock is Burakovsky's uh, back on the power play, but McCann's not off power play one. They're just, it might be a bit of a different wrinkle because sometimes Burakovsky will fire from the top there, but I, I really don't see how they came up with that number. I think at the end of last year, we saw totals of three and a half with uh, plus money on the over. I think that is where this settles in a month. So I like that quite a bit and i agree with you on the kraken same kind of thing opening night there's some volatility there who knows what the spot's like for the knights seattle's still a really good team they're deep i'm happy to take them on in this spot where i think they'll bring a good game so nothing too complicated there but i think definitely two picks we like and tim 
Yeah, Nick, I'm yeah. going to be telling you on McCann. I love, love, love that. I remember you tracking that an awful lot last season. So I'm, I'm pumped to see it open at around that 135 mark. And so I'll be jumping aboard, but I'm also on the Seattle train as well. Um, I've had a hangover that's been like, you know, three and a half days long. So let's see if Vegas could have a hangover. That's like three and a half months long. You know, it's not that, it's not that different, right? Not that different. So yeah, cracking plus money here. Fade the, uh, the team that's raising the banner opening night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracking. All right. Uh, so before we get out of here. Uh, and, and leave you to your opening night bets. Uh, we'll give out quickly our favorite bet for the night. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. Most times when we talk, we'll have a lot more to choose from than, than three games, but uh, we can't not do it on opening night. For me, I'll go with uh, Nashville. I just, they're my favorite underdog of the night. They're also my favorite bet. I think that going up, getting the use Soros versus Jonas Johansson. And, and look, maybe Johansson uh, does end up trending up, but, uh, as it stands right now, I'll, I'll, I'd be kicking myself to not take yeah, Saros versus uh, Johansson uh, on opening night, even on the road. Tim, what about you? Same thing, Leboff. There's only three games to choose from. Preds is my favorite bet, so cue up overtime loss for the Preds. Uh, uh, how about a 56-save shutout by Jonas Johansson? Nick? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with McCann for the best bet. I think anything better than minus 150 is a complete play for me on over two and a half. Lovely. All right, that's opening night. Uh, our first episode back uh, for the season outside of our season previews. Uh, we'll, we, we will be back for Wednesday and Thursday. That'll be our regular cadence for the season. We'll be with you every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning to size up every uh, one of those NHL slates, give out our underdogs, our best bets, etc. For Tim Kalinowski, for Nick Martin, I'm Michael Leboff. We will see you tomorrow. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.